0: Here we go. It's hour five of the G Bag Nation on 105.3. The fan, we're about to be joined by Jared Sandler, live from Surprise, where the Texas Rangers got a spring training opening dub against the Kansas City Royals this afternoon. 5-4 was the final. Evan Carter scored a run. Jack Leiter got in and uh, perched, uh, pitched a, uh, a perfect inning. Uh, So congratulations to the Rangers for opening spring training with a win. We are very excited about that. We're also very excited about the Dallas Mavericks. A 16-0 run to open up the second half last night proved to be the difference. It was Luka with 41-11 and 9 assists and Kyrie with 29. They combined for 70 and outdueled Booker and KD significantly. I know Bradley Beal was not out there, but... This was the first time these teams have faced off with both uh, Luka and Kyrie in there, and you have to give the edge to the Mavs right now as far as if they met up in a series. I think it is a coin flip against everybody at the very worst except for the Denver Nuggets, and by the time we get through these next six games, I might be convinced that I'd pick the Mavs to beat them as well. This is very impressive, and it appears to be a team that doesn't have a significant weakness that could be exploited in a postseason series. Okay, we'll talk more about that. We have a Friday news dump coming up at 6.20. It's time now for at Jared Sandler on Twitter, our Rangers insider, pre- and post-game show host, and uh, play-by-play man both on radio and TV now. And a good evening, Jared. How are you?
3: Guys, I'm great. The Rangers are 1-0 in Cactus play. 3-0, and here we come, or however many games they Let's play.
1: Go, Let's go, baby, undefeated.
0: It immaculate vibes no there with the to, to pay, set the scene for us as far as the ambience the energy and and what we might be able to pick up on radio here as we replay this game coming up at eight o'clock
3: well what i will tell you and and some of this you won't be able to pick up some you will uh in, in all seriousness you you felt what the crowd situation is like for a, a team that is good and competitive and very specifically just won the world series the the crowd in the backfields for February 23rd was way more than what we're used to. You know, I know it's the the Cactus League opener and opening days typically do well. But in Arizona, I mean, I don't know, the crowd in surprise on opening day is fine. It's not great. You know, people still have school. It's not – this isn't the, you know, the weekend. Uh, but there was a really, really good crowd and a lot of Rangers fans. And that was cool to see. It, it, it's just cool to see – Uh, people uh, really vibing with the Rangers again. And, you know, I'm expecting a a really exciting spring with that being the case. And, you know, I'm sure that as I was thinking about this the other day, as as the Rangers play at home and then especially on the road, you're going to see a lot more of a Rangers presence away from Globe Life Field. And that's what happens when you win a World Series. And the reality is, as sad as it is to say, as a DFW sports market compared to other four sport markets, we don't have a lot of championships, mm-hmm. and this is not something that we experience the way that you know the LA market or the, the Boston New England market or the New York market has experienced over the last thirty years or so. And so it's a, it's a reminder of what happens when your team wins a championship, and it's kind of cool.
4: Heck yeah, it's kind of cool. All the bells and whistles—they're doing the Bloomin' onion uh, uh, for you know opening pitch. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean that the real. The real highlight was definitely the uh, the Outback Steakhouse mascots, the bloomin' onion and the coconut shrimp out there <laughs> on the mound. I mean, when you when you win a World Series, they don't they don't give you the McDonald's mascots. You get the Outback Steakhouse <laughs> mascots. So you're you know you're rolling in uh, you're rolling in the the big bucks as an organization. It's
0: good appetizer there, that coconut shrimp. Oh, yeah, really for good. sure. That's amazing. Let's go. Let's
3: go next week. Well, I'm down. We can
5: we can hit the Outback. What was the buzz like for the Wyatt Langford abs?
3: <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you know, everyone was filming his at bats, and I mean, I, obviously, I know people know that this is not the case. But you know, there's of course a lot of jokes when he he flies out his first time, and then grounds out. Oh, you know, he's a bust. He's over two, whatever. But you know, it's cool that there's excitement. There 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 are people who are interested in every move this kid makes. And uh, you know, I'd say that that kind of stinks for him because he should just have the freedom to. Uh, go about his business and get ready for the season. And maybe to some degree, uh, it, it can have a negative impact. But this guy played SEC baseball. He played in the College World Series. Like, I don't think that this is really bugging him. And, uh, you know, besides, if he's going to, you know, the difference when you've got a, a big time prospect who is, uh, you know, playing or trying to make a bad team versus a big time prospect who's trying to make a good team. And I, I use this juxtaposition because in the last several years, we've had, you know, quote unquote, big time prospects who have come up for bad teams. When you're trying to make it for a, a good team, you're going to play in pressure situations. And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't get to hide because your team's 20 games out. So, uh, you know, I think the attention and the spotlight's probably, you know, a good thing long term. But it, it's cool. It's cool that the Rangers have, like, you hear people talking about rookie of the year candidates. They have not just one, but two guys who could, uh, you know, legitimately vie for it and, you know, I think that says a lot about the present, but I think it also says a lot about the future possibilities for this team.
0: It's Jared Sandler here in the nation. You know, speaking of onions and shrimp, Rangers reporter uh, Sean McFarland told us yesterday his favorite thing about Arizona is they have all the chain restaurants.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Well, especially surprise. I mean, this is like retirement capital of Arizona, and you know, the average age here, as you guys know, is like 70 years old, and you know, you can get a dinner reservation at seven or seven thirty, but like Lord help you if you want to eat at five thirty, because that's when all the what do they call them the blue hairs or whatever, that's when they're yeah. eating. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's there's really not a Wolf's favorite part of like, about Arizona. W- what's that?
0: Supper time. It's Wolchuck's favorite yeah. part about Arizona. Big Gilf guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, you got too. every
3: you got you got every chain under the sun and uh you are you are not lacking in, in the chain game, you are lacking if you're looking for those like specific to surprise you know, homey kind of restaurant. You're not getting that in surprise.
4: Dude, McFarland got your uh, Wyatt Langford analysis on the first try. How about that? Uh, did he
3: really? Well, I mean, yeah, he's in the clubhouse on a daily basis staring at the guy, I'm sure. He knows. He's
4: got the finger on the pulse for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what's up.
0: Okay, any uh, any new guys that are shaking up the clubhouse vibe that we need to be aware of?
3: Oh, man, uh you guys shaking up the clubhouse vibe. Um, yeah. Guys, you know, the, 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 this is a pretty tame group, right? I mean, like you think of the, the big dogs in this team, uh, a lot of them are, are more, you know, even keel than uh, like Elvis Andrews, big personality types. Obviously you got Nate Lowe. I'm trying to think of like new players. Andrew Kisner's a, you know, a fun guy to be around. Uh, I'm just going around the diamond, you know, white Langford. He's like very, even keel not going to he's like a Marcus Simeon clone in that regard uh so man no there's I, I I'll be honest I, and, and you know I reserve the right to change my opinion by the time you guys get here on Sunday but uh I would not say that you've got like any big time class Good. clowns or anything uh that are roaming around the clubhouse pulling pranks left and right
0: well I just know how uh, Grant Williams offended all the maps when he got here you think you're getting a yeah, new guy the next yeah. thing you know you got a new jackass it's, yeah, uh, no. Making I don't. I
3: don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think you have any of that. Good. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, this this clubhouse misses Austin Hedges, you know, in, in so many different ways, uh, big and small. And he, uh, I, I miss having that guy around. I miss having Will Smith. You know, those are two guys who you can hear him from a mile away. And I'm sure that guys like that will pop up. But this is a, a group. They're like they're really tight. Like the returning guys, they're really tight. I think the shared experience of winning a World Series helps. But they're really tight, but not in like a loud and boisterous way. Uh, but we also don't have the ping pong table. You have the ping pong table. You get oh, Josh Forrest yelling at Josh Smith and Josh Smith yelling at Josh uh, or Brock Burke and, you know, Corey Seager just talking trash to all of them. We don't have the the club uh, the, the, the ping pong table in the clubhouse. So it, it doesn't really allow for the competitive juices to really get rolling
5: we were concerned about who would be the next Austin Hedges for, for this clubhouse. I mean, he really kind of took over and seemed like the ultimate type of glue guy and, and rallying type of dude during the world
6: series.
3: Yeah. I'm not just saying this because this guy's also a catcher uh, and also fulfilling a backup catcher role. But I think Andrew Kisner is a candidate for that. He's, you know, he's beloved. uh, He was beloved in St. Louis, you know, as, as a person. And I think, you know, he is quickly making an impression on his teammates Um, and on the pitching side, Uh, You know, David Robertson, he's, he's, you know, old guard type guy, but he's, you know, he's one of these guys who he he bounces around and is friends with everyone. Again, not in like a really loud and I'm going to hear you from a mile away type of way, but like, hey, no, like, hey, who's like a new guy? I asked a few of the players, like, who's a new guy you really like? And David Robertson, like that was like the most common answer today like just just a cool dude right it's not like man this guy's hilarious or man this guy rages or anything like that it's like <laughs> he's just a cool dude so you gotta you got some of that but maybe maybe we need eric to sit on the couch put his arm around some guys and, and try and inject some of that rage in and we don't want the bobby belt raging where it's like i just learned how to drink so i'm gonna like chug uh like four beers and have three shots to show you i know how to drink in ninth grade yeah. and then pass out five minutes later we need like the I can party, but like I'm going to be able to hang for a while because I'm not going to you know just pass out after you know alcohol touches my tongue well I,
4: I definitely need to talk strategy with you in regards to how to execute the uh the chair uh, or the couch situation here in the clubhouse this year, so we're gonna have to chop that up i'm I'm, I'm a little nervous about it
3: i think I think we're going to be in great hands when you just sit there I think you just need Nathaniel Lowe to sit there and mm. uh, and be minding his own business. you just come up and put your arm around him and uh, but that, that if we can get Rich Rice on board uh, and make sure that, you know, maybe, I don't know, like Marcus Simeon is either aware or not going to side IU, uh, you know, as kind of one of the veteran leaders, that should be like a bit each day. It's just you like unsuspectingly go sit next to someone on, you know, on the couch. If they're doing the crossword, you like start like trying to help them with the answers. <laughs> if they're playing cards, you like, you know, hey, like can I jump in or it's not like that. That would be awesome. I wish we could film that. That'd be a,
0: a great, uh, a great little bit. Oh, my stomach hurts thinking about it. Oh, this but I'm should, excited. Th- this should be epic. This is definitely a bet payoff. If you do it again, you got immunity. Oh for that, my gosh! Yeah, thank you. That's insane. Oh yeah, you can have immunity. What do we do? How how do we maximize the value <laughs> of of Foscu and Duran for this? Do you, do we want to just keep them around just in case you need great hitters to to step into your lineup, or should they be trade pieces, or 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 how do you make the most out of this?
3: Yeah, I mean. I, listen, neither guy is is uh, you know the type of player where you're like no I mean I'm not it's not even worth listening on them but at the same time uh you know you shouldn't be in a rush to trade any of them you know Ezekiel Duran it, it's interesting how this works right like he he had such a great first half and then he sort of tapered off and you know the team we forget what it's like when you have a team that's playing for something. and so he he didn't get playing time toward the end because he was struggling and the Rangers weren't in you know develop mode they were in win mode and you know, it doesn't change the fact, though, that this guy uh, around the All-Star break had really, really good numbers. He had, like, All-Star-type numbers. He just didn't have the, the you know, the plate appearances. Uh, and he is a guy who's got a very bright future. Uh, he, he makes, you know, perfect sense on this team uh, because his versatility is an infielder and an outfielder. He is not a bad defensive player. I think it was tough for him last year bouncing around Spending, you know, one month at short and then having to play some third and then having to play some left. Uh, but he is a very capable uh, defensive player. And I think that he's only going to get better and more disciplined as a hitter. He's still young, right? Like he, he still really doesn't have a whole lot of uh, plate appearances. It's not like it's been three years and we're still waiting on this guy. Uh, now, if you can make a move that makes sense, sure. The one thing I'd caution you is remember, Josh Young is is still on track to be ready by opening day. but you know, he's never really gone through an entire season healthy at the major league level, the minor league level, whether it's a freak injury or not. Now, know Seeger's Seager's had some, you know, IL stints along the way and, you know, he might not be ready on opening day. So the left side of your infield, you know, there's opportunity for someone like Ezekiel Duran to potentially get an increased role, much like he did last year. Now with Justin Foscue, you know, a lot of the Justin Foscue conversation, if everyone stays healthy is tied to White Langford because I don't know that you keep both those guys on the roster. Justin Foskey really doesn't have a lot of position flexibility. Uh, he's learning first base. Uh, and, and, you know, he I guess he can play third, but you really don't want to play in there. He's kind of a DH and then maybe a second baseman. Uh, and so if he's there, he's going to DH. Well, you're not going to keep White Langford if he's not DHing the majority of the time, unless one of the outfielders get hurt. So with Foskey, maybe he's a little more expendable, but... You know, I'd really be curious to see what that bat looks like at the big league level because he's one of the few guys who walked more than he struck out at the minor league level last year. He's a very advanced hitter. And if there's a way you can find a bat for him, I think you're going to end up being better off for it. uh, But he's also someone who could end up getting moved. The one thing I'll say, guys, too, the last thing with this, uh, you, you have this situation where it's like, gosh, Justin Foskey should be a major leaguer, but there's not room. Well, we should trade him. You know, the Dodgers have done this better than anyone. Uh, and Gavin Lux is, is the guy that comes to mind. Just because a guy deserves to be a major leaguer and there isn't much that he has left to prove in the minors and there's not really a spot for him in the majors doesn't mean you need to trade him because chances are someone's going to get hurt and that guy will have a role at some point, even if it's not right away. Uh, and so I think with Justin Fosky, while well, it stinks for him, right? Uh, organizationally, I don't think they need to be in a rush to move him because chances are, whether it's on opening day or not, both Wyatt Langford and Justin Foskey are going to have opportunities to get a lot of the bats of this game.
0: God bless you, Jared. Is there anything else about this uh, Rangers team you want to tell us before we let you go?
3: Fellas, no, but I'm excited to see Nathan Avaldi tomorrow, likely going to be the opening day starter, and they're going to really, really need him to be big, especially trying to weather the storm uh, that, you know, the injuries with the rotation until some of those guys get healthy.
0: There he goes. He's at Jared Sandler on X, a must-follow for Rangers fans everywhere. As uh, we're rocking here with you on a Friday night in the G-Bag Nation, an abbreviated get-right coming up 7-8, to 8, and then you'll be able to hear today's Rangers game against the Royals at 8 o'clock from Surprise. Okay, Friday News Dump, Chief. What do we got?
4: Yeah, man, we got a lot of math stuff. We might have to uh, bust open a rim sesh at some point over the course of the next 20 minutes or so. We'll do that next year in the nation.
6: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So... So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Welcome back, Gbag Nation. Hope you're having a, a blessed evening here as we go into this Friday. This Friday evening.
4: (laughs) Ever so evening.
0: And a a wonderful sports weekend. I hope you are uh, looking forward to Mavs dominance. Stars getting off the snide. And uh, the Rangers continuing their spring training dominance. Of course, FC Dallas is going to be underway with their MLS season, which is very exciting. And I I hope to get up to that game tomorrow night. Segment of the Nation is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. Here's the chief. Give us that big old dump. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> 877-881-1053.
4: Hey, we'll Walsh, the
6: giggles, bro.
0: He, doing
4: does, right. he does. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> what happened
6: was Blake Somebody roll down the window. Head. Let that man out a little bit. Hey, let him hey, breathe.
5: Hey, <laughs> Blake came in here, and anytime Blake's in this room, mentally, I'm like, oh, it's crosstalk. So I've just put up all of my stuff, thinking we are about to leave. We're That's weed. Cross talk and ride. That's out of sweet. Here. That's a guy who is <laughs> itching, scratching, and <laughs> clawing to that for the
0: soda. weekend. Man, these guys, what you drinking and what you thinking? An hour ago, they cracked open the Delta oh, 8 dang. CBD cans. Now, wolchuck has got the giggles. It's passed on the Chia Fala. This is great. <laughs> cannabis water, bro.
5: What can I say? That cannabis water is uh, good stuff.
4: Wolchuck is just dying for that, uh, that Friday night clock out, dude. <laughs> yes.
5: I'm ready for it. I can smell the weekend, boys.
4: <laughs> oh, I bet you can smell a lot of things right now. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and cut the lights out. We'll uh, put the kids to bed, and the G Bag Nation's going all fifty-six inches around that rim. (laughs) Rain dance. We'll go ahead and pass that one along. We'll give that (laughs) one to the next guy. It is a special occasion, though. Yeah. Mavs since the trade deadline.
5: Yeah. Best team in basketball. (laughs) 5-0 5-0 oh record. Oh, I got him. I got him. Now it's over. <laughs> it's over. Checkmate, boys. Walchuk's well, got him going
4: to the uh, NBA Finals. He, he I, I do think it's funny that he doesn't have him winning the Finals. He just has him getting there. He's okay, not. I feel like this is still pretty
5: balling. bold, right? They're going to win the West. Can they be Boston in a seven-game series? That's where you draw the line. Maybe not. We'll see. I think they can, but... I feel like at least I'm tempering my expectations a smidgen, <laughs> a smidgen here,
0: all right? I've got him yeah, in the finals. I don't have him winning the finals. There you go. You head's just a you're tiny. Still, did there's squeak. one more step to take. So they're going to get past Denver, the team that mopped Ma- Boston last year, but not Boston. Yeah, Boston's, they got Boston's better this year. Got gotcha. you.
5: Uh, and I think most likely... They would win the finals, but they're definitely winning the West.
0: Maybe maybe Denver's worse this year, too.
5: And the Mavericks were a
0: better team in 06,
5: and they got screwed over. Maybe the NBA screws them over again. Weird things can happen. I lived through 06. The problem is so Denver's strong.
0: in coast mode. You know, They're like, we got this. Quit making a big deal about the regular season. So we don't know how good they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's what's annoying about Nikola right Jokic, especially
4: off a of title. This is a guy that doesn't care. This is a guy that does not care and still finds a way to get the stat line of the night from last night. 21 points, 19 rebounds, 15 assists. Hello, triple-double. Hello, 10 for 10 from the field. It was perfect. You call that a perfect triple-double. we got to see if you had any turnovers. Walchuk, if you're capable right now.
5: You need me to look this up?
4: See if you can ha- see if... Uh, Nikola Jokic had any turnovers last night because if he didn't, uh, or any missed free throws perhaps, because otherwise I believe he had a perfect night last night with the triple-double while not caring, while just sort of donging around in the regular season waiting for that championship moment to lose,
0: according to Walchuk, to the Dallas Mavericks. Gosh, it's going to be awesome.
5: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. He, Freaking haters over he
0: here. He just forever looks like the guy who's got a really hard job in the last hour, like, gosh dang it, i got to get this job done and get to the bar and me a cold beer. That's how he plays basketball. <laughs> he That's had so true, three
5: man. turnovers, otherwise you would have had the perfect night. Crap. Well, no, what was just one for two from the free throw line. Okay,
4: all right. So, an almost perfect triple-double there from uh, – from from the Joker. 5-0 and o record for the Mavs since the trade deadline. First in defense, eighth in offense, second in net rating, averaging uh, a margin of victory, 18 points. So they're mopping the floor with these dudes. And I like what Chuck Cooperstein had to say, radio voice of the Mavs, when the trade happened, people wondered whether Luka and Kyrie would work. Talking about the trade initially for Kyrie. And, uh, you know, said it would work as long as both players wanted it to work. And he says, watching them Day in, day out, it's pretty clear they want it. They want it to work, and it is working. 70 points last night combined, 25 of 45 from the field, 11 of 19 from the three-point line, only backcourt with both averaging 25 points, five boards, five assists. Only backcourt in the sport. So these dudes are really dialed right now. And the three-point, I mean, last night. Best
5: do basketball.
4: Last night they started just raining threes, and it's, it's awesome.
5: You're telling me they're not one in the West.
4: Come on. I'm not telling you that. I, I, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> They're but, winning
5: it all. <laughs> Damn it.
4: But Luca this year, uh, and shout out to Josh Bow on Twitter for pointing this out. But when you look at the three point shooting and the free throw percentage this year, when you start trying to piece together the reasons why Luca is playing even better than. He's played throughout the first part of his career where it's like, how can this dude get all that much better? And now he's doing it. And some of those things are the the three-point numbers, you know, the efficiency there, best of his career at 38%. His previous high was 35. Uh, so he's doing the 38% from the three-point line and then from the free throw line. This is no Dirk Nowitzki-style free throwing, but you go from usually being a 74% guy to being now a 78% guy. You know, those small little things there are are allowing, you know, just a couple of the reasons why Luka is playing like the best version of himself right now.
5: Championship tweaks is what we call them. Yeah,
4: that's exactly. Well, Western Conference championship tweaks. Not that uh, they tweaks. can't
5: win the finals. That's right.
4: But they're definitely getting there. Definitely win the West. Getting there. You know who's echoing these sentiments? Who is it? Is it so smart? <laughs> we've just been, yes, dude. Thank God. We've been, we've been hammering this guy this week for uh his analysis because
5: he loves our mavericks that's a market pull it right there which mm-hmm. you can you hammer the
6: crap out of them
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right lucius that was phenomenal uh this is tim legler he loves our mavs tim
2: Telling you, I'm falling in love with this Dallas team. Right You've been now. talking about the Mavericks all morning long.
5: Uh, they just there's an electricity about them. I watched them last night. There's a belief that they have right now. Luka is playing harder defensively. Like he's setting more of a tone. He's willing to lay it on the line on that end. I thought it was always a bad example for his team how little effort he gave to that end of the floor. He's playing harder on that end. The chemistry between those two guys looks great. And they went out and they added pieces. They're deeper and they're bigger in the middle. They're more athletic. All the things they lack. And then you've got this guy, Luka Doncic, who controls the game to a greater degree than Luka Doncic. Nobody. So I'm kind of falling in love with the Mavericks right now. So maybe I would lean toward Kyrie.
4: Okay. Uh, yesterday, Luka was plus 700 for MVP. Now he's plus 600.
5: Should have taken it yesterday.
4: Odds get shorter and shorter by the second.
5: Every day they're going to get
6: shorter. With
4: Luka just dropping 41 in honor of Dirk being in attendance, doing the Taylor Swift beer drinking on camera from the booth. That was pretty cool. Did
5: you see this viral Travis Kelsey thing that's going? TMZ found from like years back when he was doing the catching Kelsey crap. No. Somebody interviewed him and did an F. Mary kill. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande <laughs> oh,
1: no. and Katy Perry.
4: Okay, I'm guess let me guess here. I'm guessing by the sound of it, he ended up killing Taylor, which is heartbreaking. What he did a nightmare. He didn't, uh, thank
5: God. He, he did not he kill didn't? Taylor. No, that would have been like man, it would have been you definitely would have seen it then. Wait, did he marry her? He didn't. He did? He did not. Oh wait, so he kissed.
4: Well, yeah, they changed it to kiss. <laughs> oh, it was okay. a kiss, marry, kill. Okay, okay. A
5: little uh
1: Still on the good side, the oh, yeah. Side. yeah, that's a huge yeah. win for him, like yeah. so it took Mary yeah.
5: and Katy Perry, uh, which is her. a weird oh, move, yeah. yeah. I don't think I think you reversed that, yeah. I think so too. Which one is it again, I don't Katie think Katy Perry, wait, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Ariana killed, Grande he killed, for her. sure, yeah, he killed I, Grande. I'd have married.
1: Grande, yeah, uh, for sure, uh, but he killed but her, but he killed her, protect your assets because she breaks up with guys pretty fast, oh, she does, yeah, she runs through them like. Hooper's run through socks.
4: Sometimes those dudes bounce back in a huge way. Shout out to Pete Davidson. I mean, it's well, been great for him. It's been great for business. Definitely did not. One, one another one didn't. I think.
5: Uh, I think she. I think Max struggled quite a bit with their breakup.
4: Oh, RIP. I forgot that even happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, All these Katy Perry pictures are, are just horrendous. Which uh, does she have an Elmo shirt on? Uh, I don't know. Well, you should no, Google that one I'm before you. Yeah. Well, okay. before you jump
1: out the window. Yeah, there. I mean, there
5: there are, there are some assets yeah. that she's working with.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe a GIF of that.
0: That's a cute picture.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, but she's That's got a little.
4: Chill. She's got yeah. a little crazy in her. Depending on what <laughs> season. <got>
0: little, <laughs> you know, maybe I get a little crazy. All of a got sudden, a
4: Arizona <laughs> in her. <just>.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> All of a sudden, that yeah. haircut becomes. I mean, teetering on the GI yeah. Jane, but not quite.
1: Yeah, yes. Natalie
5: Portman pulled it off, man.
4: Hey, some can, some she's can. Got a,
0: she's got a wide range for her images, you know. If if you if she was getting scored by some really, you know, insensitive people, they could maybe put her as low as a five and a half, and maybe as high as like an eight and a half at times, season to season. Yeah. Year to year, <laughs> a lot
4: of haters, man. A lot of haters. tell you what, it's a good time to check in with Stephen A. Smith. That's right. He's got some thoughts on Zion Williamson. Uh, Stephen A. Smith today on ESPN. Steve, take it away.
6: Zion Williamson, it's not about his game. It's about how many burgers he's eating and whether or not he's going to be in shape or is he going to what? keep eating McDonald's and have chefs clamoring for him to come to their <laughs> restaurants. That's what he has to prove, that the chefs don't love him any longer, okay? That he's committed to playing basketball and wow. being in shape. Outside of that, you this look at New childish. Orleans and you say to yourself, okay, they can have a chance, but you don't know about it. Yes, Here's, you just imagine all the chefs inviting
5: outside? His house. That's the most. Collaborating.
1: <laughs> no, All the chefs yes. out there collaborating. you Tuesday. What did they say? They're clamoring uh, out to go <laughs> cook for
0: him, dude. If you get Zion to just eat one meal at your restaurant, you got the mortgage paid for the month. Apparently, yeah. Man. As long as you hit it out of the park that yeah, first time,
4: Keep him coming away, back.
0: Huh? That's uh just
4: epic i think that's going to go down in the history books from Stephen a smith
5: how many burgers did you
2: eat to to have chefs
4: collaborating it had to be a million his fastball is still so incredible like for him to just throw that out on a on a on a friday just a friday morning on get up good morning here Here here's some zion analysis i think the pelicans are like kind of playing well right now he's already played in the second most games of his career Yeah, he had twenty-seven and nine last
5: night. Our guy's doing great this year. Okay, let's lay off.
1: With a belly full of gumbo, it's (laughs) amazing. He's
5: living his best damn life,
0: and he's hoping.
4: I haven't seen it. Like he's clearly, it's reflecting. Like he's playing pretty well right now. Thirty-five minutes last night, like you said, like that's pretty good. But I haven't, I haven't seen him, so I don't know how he's he's holding up just like aesthetically. But clearly, he's getting it done on the floor. So kudos to him, the the NBA's first superstar with a double
0: chin. He's Jeez. pulled it off. It's
4: hard to do. It is, man. That's impressive. It's like that 0-13 that start you had of that MLB gambling okay. year where it's now like, You don't think Zach
5: this Randolph is impressive. ever kind of had some overlapping?
0: Zach Randolph? Yeah. Good point. But he, I don't think he was a superstar. That's, That's fair. What about Shaq? It was one point he used to run
1: down the court, and you just see his whole body weight just go up and down yeah. on his skeleton
0: frame. Just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm thinking Boston, Cleveland, yeah. Phoenix. Those big stops shack. were
4: kind of rough. Yeah, they had a couple of yeah when he was like the big cactus. <laughs> the big cactus.
5: <laughs> when he was the big cactus, that, that, that would be that the time. Wasn't his, that wasn't. His <laughs> best,
4: it had been pushing best four, look. four bills there. Yeah, actually, I've archived an article about Shaq's weight from his playing days. If you guys want me to dig it back up, you, you just look it up occasionally you guys, when well, you're bored? i have just always I archived it. It's just what, what is, it really was. <laughs> it's a it's a keep in your back pocket moment for just, just case. it's an evergreen situation well, where all of a sudden you can just lay it down. I'd like it to do that now. What's the highest you think he got in his career playing
0: weight? Weight wise, four fifteen. I was I was I was gonna my, the first number that jumped in my head was three eighty five. Okay, so.
4: His NBA debut, he was 285 pounds, just for reference. Oh, now, obviously, over I the years, this big he was slim changed. in no, Orlando. No, no. no, I didn't? Okay. Walchuck. Phil Jackson came in. This is a quote from, from Shaq. Phil Jackson came in, in the first championship, I was 345 pounds. And then I had a great summer. Came back 385 for the second one. <laughs> I had a great summer. Great summer of fun. 40
0: pounds? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. He's a big dude. Last championship with the Lakers. Zach Walchuk
0: how much did he weigh 415 415 pounds wow so he must have pushed 450 at man. some point last title with the lakers that
4: was 2002 2003. so then he, so then he tightens up he go, he gets traded to miami which okay. is like a military situation going on with the way that they keep the yeah. weight and the in the body fat and all
0: that kind of stuff so he got back back down to 325 mm. uh for oh my was, goodness, he lost ninety pounds. That's, yeah, that's a lot. To go in that championship and to try to have the last word against Kobe, probably.
4: Preozimpic, too.
0: Yeah. Like he, he he had to earn that a little bit.
4: Wow. So yeah, there's the Shaq weight. Now I do I gotta fit this sound in, if you guys don't mind. We we heard from Rick Patino calling his team out this week, St. John's, he's not happy. Mm-hmm. We know about him that he he considers very, very violent things that he would do to himself every time he loses. His team's doing a lot of losing this season a former player that transferred that that has been coached by Rick Patino before now plays for West Virginia his name's Quinn Slazinski okay Slazinski <laughs> is at the podium they're talking about Patino and listen to a story he's got about Patino and the craziness that comes out of his mouth.
6: Got one example of the crazy things he said to you? I don't want to get in trouble, but he <laughs> told me he was
1: going to. Yeah, it's a good interview. I don't know <laughs> if I'm allowed to say this. It's kind of my
6: love. Um, I won't tell anybody. I didn't box out. <laughs> yeah, I, I show him the video all the time. I didn't box out, and this was in practice. And he goes, uh, he looks at me. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. He's a out of love, he said he will chop me up in seven pieces and send me back to Detroit or Houston or wherever the creep I'm from. <laughs> That's okay. just sit there and laugh. Yeah. Like, he's like, are you, you laughing at me? And I'm like, no, I probably don't know how
1: it's wrong. He knows it's just a game. It's just who he is. It's just kind of the way he talks. He doesn't mean it. Just, he likes to win.
4: He doesn't actually mean he's going to cut me up into seven different pieces and ship me back to wherever I'm from. <laughs>
0: I he did that. it out of
4: love.
5: Yeah, you know, he, he did, did it out, out of love. love. <laughs> I know he doesn't. That's some mean hard it. coaching. Kids <laughs> these days, they don't get it. They don't. They don't respect it. Dan Quinn would never. Of course not. He wouldn't tell those guys that. Now Mike Zimmer might. Mike Zimmer's yet. got the hut. Mike Zimmer's ready to catch up on some pieces and ship you back to wherever you're from. That's what the Cowboys need. More a Patino.
0: Salute to that. Cheers. Thank you, Chief. Yep. Caught a uh, story here. Coyotes are cutting Adam Ruzica after an apparent cocaine video for the 24-year-old. I thought it might have been an opportunity for the stars if he was a defenseman, but he's a forward. The way you started that story, I thought we were talking about legitimate coyotes. C- coyotes wild. with cocaine, bro. That's
1: yeah, what I was yeah, thinking.
6: I swear.
4: I was like,
0: man, I got a hold of a pack and her out no, here. No, <laughs> like Frisco running crazy. Move over cocaine bear. <laughs> oh, man. Cocaine coyote. Cocaine yeah. yeah. coyote. That's the secret. they already
1: look strung out if you look at them anyway, yeah they are homely. yeah man, they look yeah,
0: <laughs> ragged comb across that thing man yeah indeed indeed it is time now to cross talk with the get right Reggie and Blake are throwing heat in the bullpen and they'll jump in studio here in just a minute, thank you, Lucius. It is the g Back nation here on one oh five three the fan it is time now to hand it off to the get right and uh it's Reggie and Blake here with you this evening. Gentlemen, good evening. How are we doing?
6: Yo, what's happening, fellas? How are you? It
0: feels great to be alive. Doing awesome. And, and it's it's Friday. You're yes. I mean, you're alive on a Friday. Yeah. And I believe this is a one hour show for you guys.
6: It is, is. That right? Yeah, we're leading into some Rangers baseball replay of Rangers Royals, first Cactus League game. Um, excited to be able to lead into those fine gentlemen. And so we just got a quick one, we're trying to figure out how to pack in as much as we can in this hour. Yeah.
1: A lot on the brain. Hopefully, we can get it all out to our great Tolos and listeners. Um, what do y'all call people that are watching on the Twitch and the YouTube? I have a, I have a nickname for those people. I just want to know if y'all for well, the, just y'all specifically, Tolos. Yeah, see, I've I've heard that from other people. I'm saying, do y'all have a specific name? No, what that's are. what they, they are. The Twitches. Twitches. They are the <laughs> <laughs> now, I know, but I now call I call them guys. the foregrounders.
0: The foregrounders. What? Because of the background. Right? This is the- one of
5: these things you should keep to yourself. No,
0: I say it every show. <laughs> wow, he can't keep it to himself. He, he does in, it every show. In the show. background, you know, you're Don't, driving. No, this is
5: not going to be radio. a thing. I wouldn't know. I've tried. I've tried to tell him. Stop the foreground. Fine. Like You notice I didn't I say have, anything. There's I a lot get going this on here. People
1: text it all the time and say foregrounders. You know, with the yeah. People are yeah, texting all the time. time. What are Wait, you saying? I've seen it twice. Oh, you got
5: a text from a text from the same person twice.
1: Maybe. Twice is all I need. Actually, one is all I need. If I make one person's day, I'm good. It's really cool how you can think outside the box so well. I try my best. Yeah.
5: Okay, so what's up with the foregrounders?
1: Background, when you're driving and you're listening to the radio in the background, that's background noise, versus I'm choosing to look at Reggie and Blake's face in the foreground of my company. Apologies for
5: that, by the way. I understand your thought process
4: it's not, now. It's
1: not ambient in the background, it is the foreground of my attention. <laughs>
4: he sounds like the director from that movie, Tenet, trying to explain the movie. Oh, yeah. Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Hey,
5: Christopher Nolan's finally going to get his Oscar, man.
0: Long awaited for Oppenheimer. Are you finding a lot of moments like this during the show,
5: yeah. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, the, the thing that's great Did about it- Did he have it... some
5: of that drink, too?
6: Drink? <laughs> uh, he shotgunned one. I think the thing that's great about it is I'm trying to not go too hard on this, but like Blake is such a good sport, I do want to give him that because no, like a great guy. I have taken to bullying him on air. Oh no, oh, yeah, I have. have. I'm not gonna lie, He bullied me for a whole yeah. segment. Yeah. It wasn't
1: like a oh, one off, no. but it's okay because it's all in good. Luck. Honestly, how you handle
5: that, right. yeah, and if you can that's, be, that's, yeah. you know, make fun of yourself, I think yeah. that's the best thing.
6: I, I was actually helping the bullying. I was he was working, doing research. He was assisting. Yeah. He was he literally was doing the stats. So the the joke ultimately was. Blake has a little bit of money, apparently. Not, no, he, he, he lives, where he, lives he lives around wealth, and it so we were trying I to suss it out.
4: he Always got that old money. We
6: were trying no. to suss it suss it out. He, apparently, he lives within a. If he wanted to hit up five different Star- Starbuckses in one go, he could
2: do that in twelve minutes. I in don't know. Twelve that, minutes? Yeah. Is that many Starbucks around you? But there's great poupon as if and I everything. I built
1: the city. I just chose the apartment. So you, well, you are you living in Den?
0: No. Your your parents were like just just pick the pick the apartment oh, let I, us know. No,
1: like. I, I wish no. definitely <laughs> not.
5: Love this place <laughs> looks too tiny for you, dog. This is too shabby <laughs> for you, darling. It started, it started with
1: me saying something super basic, and people wrote it like I live in Beverly Hills right. or something. So, it's okay. Gated community, by the way. Are they getting a oh, Dutch Bros built for you? Oh, it's gated, not. and it also has they have white gloves. It has poop bags for your dog, so I guess that makes it super that's, nice. That's standard. That's no. standard. Yeah, that should be. I don't know. I've yeah. never seen those in my neighborhood. Hey, ask them, do they use them? Do, oh, they, the, do they use those yeah, bags? Yeah, do the people use bags? the bags? Of course. Yeah, well, uh, that doesn't make... And, and I said that there was Tesla of electric charging stations, which is becoming quite normal now in apartment complexes and in a in, a, in a high garage garage. ones. Yeah.
0: And they were like, oh, your neighbors Wealth. are Jerry Jones. Wealth personify. Here they come to get right. Reggie and Blake. <laughs> with, with their great on, on and everything. Yeah. Looking their, down on you right. smugly. And their foregrounding appreciation <laughs> yeah. for everybody out there. His. On His. The, the YouTubers and the Twitches. Wanna... All right. Thanks to uh, Lucius Alexander and the Pimp Cup over there at Master Control, Carter Freeman, Woolchuck, and Shea Follow. I'm Gavin Dawson. Broadus will return on Monday. We'll be in surprise. Rangers baseball's coming up at 8 o'clock. The Get Rights and on the Fan.